Today's Amud is Memheim and Aleph, and we're in the middle of a shakal v'tariya that Rav had said that if you have a bed and there's mice on the bed, you're not allowed to move it, and if there's no mice on the bed, you are, providing there was no mice on the bed, bein ashmashis. If there's mice on the bed, bein ashmashis, so it would make it a problem. And the Gemara had a Mishnah which was mashmah not that way, and the Gemara says the Mishnah goes like a Shimon. That doesn't hold the muks, it doesn't hold the migadis katsai, so if there's no money now, Banishmashis wouldn't ask it, but Buddha holds Rav, holds like a Behuda, that, that holds the migadis katsai. So the Gemara is going further. How can Ami I'll also bring you a Raya in the Rav Kebihuda Svirle. So Tysus points out there are a number of places that Rav says like a Behuda by muksa. I mean, here alone, meet the Sheikh de la I mean, according to Tysus, at least Tysus and Amin Aleph. Mita Shayikhtalamais is specifically Rabbi Huda, right? And then we have another one. We have in the first parak, we had Karachizuzi, right? Rav Asr Shmuel Shari. We had like mats of a by a ship which was used to cover the merchandise, right? Rav said it's Asr Shmuel says but then the says And we also had earlier that uh, Right? No, those are the two cases. Right? So, so, um, Matthias says that, like we, we, like we mentioned just uh, in the Chazar at the end, that there might be two machlekes in the Behudin of Shimon. There's one machlekes in the Behudin of Shimon, if you have something which you're not intending to use, but you could use, is that muksa. They arrive in a number of places that like a Behuda. But then we have another thing. If now it's fully functional, it just wasn't functional bein hashmoshes. Is that muksa? Right. So, like we said, we really paskin like Rab Shimon in regard to something which is functional, but you don't intend to use it. We paskin it's not muksa, but in regard to something which is unusable bein hashmoshes and then becomes usable, we happen to paskin like Rabbi Yehuda by muksa machmasisir, right? And. The Gemara has a sad faket with Rav. The Gemara has a sad that even though we know that Rav passes like a Yehud, then we go on to things that are, you don't intend to use, but they're functional. But maybe we go on to Migilis Ketzai, he passes like a Shimon. Right? But, uh, but the Gemara says, no, I'm going to bring you right, passes like a Yehud, like that also. The Omer Rav, because Rav said, Menichen ne'er al-gabi dekel b'shamis, ve'e menichen ne'er al-gabi dekel b'yamtif. Right? Here's an odd case. Right, you have a few. If you have a riddle, how many cases could you find that something is asr on yamtif and mutter on Shabbos? Right, here's one case. Right, according to this Gemara, that if you have a candle, you could put a candle, an oil lamp, on a tree on Shabbos, but not on yamtif. Why would that be? Because we don't want you to put a candle on a tree on yamtif, because what happens when the candle goes out? You'll remove it from the tree, and you'll be even mishdamish bilan. It's too easy. It's too shchiach that you'll go and remove the candle. You'll forget that you're not allowed to use a tree, so you don't want your candle to be on a tree. But on Shabbos, you'll never touch the candle anyway because of muksa, right? But that shows you also muksa, right? We had the gemara, right? If you hold a bihud that you can't be metaltel and there shedliku by b'shabbos, so then. You anyway don't touch candles on Shabbos, so there's no problem if they're on a tree. If you hold the Gav Shimon, that after it goes out you could move it. So, that's what the Gemara says. If Rav would hold the Gav Yehuda, the Shabbos, the Yamtif, and as she explains, 
because on Yom Dif, you're afraid he might take it, and Shabbos you're not, because it's anyway Muksa. What would be the difference Shabbos and Yom So that's a raya that Rav, right, in regard to being metaltal the nair after the cover, that's a migilis katsoi issue. And you see that Rav holds like Rabbi Huda in regard to migilis katsoi as well. Because we're afraid that, that you'll remove it from the tree. Oh, because muks, yeah, on Yom Dif, nair is only muksa because he can't light fire, because he can't light fires in Shabbos. On Yom Dif, he can light fires. So the nair is not muksa b'chol. So Mariah says the Rav could be this relate, but Rav really also could be Yehuda v'aboy menei the Rav. They had a shaila to Rav malut to tule shraga the chanuk do mikam chavri b'shabbatam. You have chavri, chavri were a uma b'mei persim. There was some sort of a Persian um, group people that was part of the Persian uh, people, but they weren't Persians; they were chavri. There might have been some religious group, and they gave the Eden a hard time. And one of the things they had, which you have in the Gemara a couple of times, is that there was a, a, a holiday that they had that no one's allowed to have candles. So that holiday came out on Hanukkah, so that gave you a hard time with the Hanukkah candles. So Texas mentions, the Gemara says, So Rashi said over there, if I remember correctly, that the Sakana was these Chavri people. Right, the Shas Sakana Menechal Shkana Medayim means the Sakana was that the, he said Shaila Persiim Chayk Biyam Edim Shivinei Alveisav Edizar Shalahem, and that was only the Persiim, that was the Chavri. So Taisus asks, so why would you have to remove the Ner Chanaka? You anyway put it on your table. So he says, you know, not necessarily you uh, followed the guidelines. You know, you might have left it out. And on the other hand, Taisus says that maybe for Chavri it's not enough of a Sakana because obviously they, they weren't they weren't so bad. They were rough people, but they weren't uh, they weren't that bad. So for the Chavi, you have to make some efforts a little bit. The Sakana was a different type of Sakana. Sakana, you know, a serious Sakana. Actually, the Sakana Shmad, you know, not, not just Stam, but they didn't like candles. You know, a Sakana Shmad, that's a different story. But anyway, but he said you could remove it. So if he holds a Muksa, why are you allowed to remove it? So I said, Shasat Chakshani. There, if you didn't remove the candles, so the Chavi will find out, they'll, they'll give you problems. The Amalei of Khan of Ravashi Lerav, Hochi Hulchasa, of Khan and Ravashi, or perhaps Ravashi, asked Rav, is that the halacha? Halacha is, you're not allowed to move a candle. Amalei of Kedai Rav Shimon, listen to Chalav B'Shasat Chak. Rav Shimon is enough to be Saimachan B'Shasat Chak. Rashi says, Sakana. I think the Rajba says that doesn't really mean a Sakana is nefashis. It means like a Sakana to property or to. You know, a sakana, you might get beaten up, but there's no real sakanas nefashis. I think others learned that it was like a vaitakshash sakana, you know, nothing, uh, nothing too bad. But you see from the Gemara Yisait, which is brewed in, in Yeridea, right? I mean, again, you need a rough to tell you when it applies, but when you're dealing with a dinder abanan, and there is a shita which holds that it's mutter, even if we don't paskin like the shita. Not like it's a suffolk. We don't paskin like the shita. But there is such a shita. Shita exists. So when it's a shasat chak, when it's a, you get yourself into a pickle, you could be saying das yachid by the rabbanan. But the rice is a pashtas not, because, you know, what's the head there? You know, even a shasat chak. But by the rabbanan, 
if we don't pass in that, if even if we don't pass in that way, but there's a claw. Yeah, if it's uh, if it's really bad, you could be sentenced. So Rav Paskin's Rav Paskin's muksa, he's just met matter b'shasat chak. Okay, now the Gemara goes a little bit vain in hulchas muksa. The case of ner ner is ner Hanukkah is migdus kasayi. Right now it's no. It sounds like it was afterwards. It sounds like it was afterwards. Rashi says that they'll know that you lit. That's the thing. Okay. Now, boy, my name is Shlokish Rebbechanan. Shlokish asked the Shalf Rebbechanan. Chidin Shazarim Bekanku, Beitzer Shatakhsan, a girl is Mahu. Is that muksa? When you take wheat and you plant it, now apparently, until the wheat takes root, you're allowed on Shabbos to, I mean, perhaps it's on Yamtif, to dig it up. I mean, you know, it might be a problem with Haifer, but you're allowed to, to take it out of the thing if it wouldn't be muksa, right? Also, if you have an egg under a hen, so the egg was supposed to um, turn into a chick, but you decide you want to eat the egg, right? So, are you allowed to do that? Is that muksa? What's the shaila? Do we say, ki lesu lebshim muksa hechad alay dachhi biyadayim? Hechad dachhi biyadayim islay muksa. Maybe, right, we said, the basic machlekes of Shimon and Yudah is, Yudah says, once you appropriate something for a different use, a use that you're not going to have on Shabbos and Yantif, that's it, it's muksa. And if Shimon says, no, you could always change your mind. But is that only because you didn't actually go and put it in a place where it will become unusable, didn't come usable yet, but you would daichid be a daim. You went and you planted the wheat, you put the egg under the chicken, you're permanently, you know, making it only have the other use. So you could be a daim. So maybe that would be muksa. I do malishna. But maybe it's not, there's no difference. Even if it's dachid be a daim, it's edible, you could eat it, it's not muksa. Amalei, ain't muksa le rabbi shimin, ala ner, shemin shimin ner, bishashu udaylik. Hail vahuksa le mitzvasa huksa visurei. Really, rabbi shimin holds, even if you would dachim yadayim, it's still not muksa. The only time he holds that there's such a thing as muksa is huksa le mitzvasa. It's not that you would dachim yadayim for a different purpose, that doesn't make it as muksa. If you made it for a mitzvah, oh, mitzvahs are different. Mitzvahs like that you, that you can't touch. But, um, so the Gemara's Lashen of Huxle Mitzvah, Huxle Yisurah, the Gemara first said, Huxle Mitzvah, I guess it should be Vuhuxle Yisurah. It was such a Xavian. Huxle Mitzvah, Vuhuxle Yisurah. In other words, it has two things. First of all, it's a mitzvah. And second of all, it's also to use it. So between the two of them, it's a it's a, it's, it becomes muksa, but not just stam if you plant the chitim or you put the egg under the chicken. So Mar says, Well, that's the huxle mitzvase, but huxle mitzvase alone is an older vatan. You have a price like this. If you put the skach on the sukkah as properly to put on, the itra, and you crowned it, bekrumim, right? The itra means you beautified it, bekrumim is um, brocades. Right, sheets and which have pictures on them, like you find in sukkahs. You have different uh, designs and iron cloths. The if you put on it, you hung in it. Walnuts, the peaches, shkedim. 
Ammons, Remainim, Pomegranates, Afrikhali, Shalanavim, clusters of grapes, Atayr Shoshibolin, crowns of, of wheat, of stalks, Yenais, wine, Shmanim, oil, Slosais, or flour, all these things, also the Stabbik men at Meitzayam Devachrein. You're not allowed to use them until Meitzayam Devachrein. Till the last day of Sukkot, the end of the last day of Sukkot. So Taisa says, even though you don't sit in the sukkah on the last day of Sukkot, whether in Eretz Yisrael you wouldn't sit in the sukkah in Shemini Atzeres, or in Chutzlaritz you wouldn't sit in the sukkah in Simchas but since it's Muksa Bein Hashmoshes of Shemini Atzeres, because you could sit in the sukkah Bein Hashmoshes of Hashan Rabba, or Bein Hashmoshes of Simchas because you could sit in the sukkah Bein Hashmoshes, right? Chutzlaritz. So you say Migras Ketzayel Bein Hashmoshes is Ketzayel Kula Yema. That's what Taisa says. There's a richness about it, but Taisa says that that shtickle certainly wouldn't go like Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon does all the Migdus Kitzay. So that for sure wouldn't go like Reb Shimon. That would go like Reb Yudah. But anyway, in his Nalayim, I call the tonight. But if you made it tonight, and you said that you're not, you want to be able to use it, so you can make it tonight. And the Gemara says, Umayid Reb Shimon, and maybe it goes like Reb Yudah. The Tari Abkhir Vyasev Kavne Vyachanan ain't laidlan eitsiminasukha biyamdiv elaminasamakhla, Reb Shimon Matir. You're not allowed to take wood from a sukkah on Yom Tif. And that doesn't mean a sukkah on sukkahs. It means a hut. Right? On Yom Tif you could use wood for firewood. But you can't take it from a hut because it's muksa. Elamina samakhla, only for something close to it, but not from the actual sukkah. So the Gemara Mbeya talks about it. The Gemara Mbeya says that you really can't take wood from a sukkah altogether because it's seiser. Right? If you have a tree house, you know, a clubhouse, right? You can't go and take wood on that and use it on Yantif because it's Seyser. But it means if it fell down. If it fell down and it's no longer Seyser, so then you have the problem of Migidus Ketzai. Right? V'shavin, v'sukas achag b'chag shi'asura. And they all agree that on sukas achag, on sukas, it's also because it's Muxlam Mitzvah, right? The Nisnai Kalafi tonight. So, you see that Rabbi Shimon agrees to Muxamachmas Mitzvah even when you don't have the additional Muxamachmas Mitzvah, because you see, by Sukkah he agrees to it. There's a Shalom about him, Hisna, Nakolafi Tanoi, how that works. It could be it only works if, um, if it falls down. I think that's how it goes. I thought by Tanoi, by Muxa, how that works. The mice, if you can't use it, you can't remaster it, right? I think it only works if it falls down. Um, but anyway, so the Gemara says, "Kein Shemin Shemner Karminen." He means something like Shemin Shemner. Hayal v'Huxlim Etzvasa Huxlim Isure, not Hayal v'Huxlim Etzvasa v'Huxlim Isure. Huxlim Etzvasa Huxlim Isure. Once you max it for a mitzvah, so then that's totally muksa. As long as the mitzvah is going on, like we said, b'shashu daylik. As long as the mitzvah is going on, that Rabbi Shimon agrees to the muksa. Not but yet. It's not because of the isur. The mitzvah makes it aser. But only while it's going on. Right? And Sukkot Sachag is the mitzvah goes on for all seven days, right? So it's all part of the mitzvah, so that's where I'll be Yasser. Yeah, so that's the Gemara. So, Gemara comes out that Dachabiyadayim doesn't make it muksa. As long as it's Roy, it doesn't make it muksa. The only muksa is if it's Uksal Mitzvah. Then the Gemara goes right to. Well, we skipped a little bit. 
You don't have muksav of shimon only with gregorus as dried figs, tzimukim or raisins. Now I have to see why that's different. Right? Now as we said before, that wheat that you planted in the ground, an egg that you put under a hen, does not become muksa. Right? So the shaila is, wheat that you planted in the ground, an egg you put it under a hen, does not become muksa. Why? Because dachim doesn't make a muksa. Now here we're talking about a new case, where you have, let's say you have figs, and you put it up on the roof to dry. Or you have grapes, and you put it up on the roof to dry to make it raisins. There, you do have muksa. And Shaila's wine. And we'll see, Taisus explains that when you put it up, it becomes, it becomes smelly in the middle. The since it gets very, uh, it's very shvach, so you don't want to take it until it gets better. But there is a Shaila here. See, Rashi's Lashin is Gregor's Tainim Shalomal and the Gag Liavsham, Umishisnu Sham Adiruim Lachila Anshi is Yavshu. Right? So the Shaila is a little bit like this. What does the Gemara mean, Gregor's Utsmukim? What's the case here? Right? You put up figs and, and grapes. Now, does the Gemara mean, is it Muksa, Kol's Man, that it's taka not dried out yet? I mean, we're saying it's not roy, so of course, something which is not roy to eat. Rabbi Shimon agrees to that muksa. Let's say raw food on Shabbos. Right? This whole shelf it's roy for animals, right? But if you have raw food that's not roy to eat, you have to cook it. So that's, of course, muksa according to Rabbi Shimon. So, the kamer, the, it's mashma from kamer Shainim. It's not, really not clear. This whole Gregor said smukim is not so clear. But it's mashma from kamer Shainim that even after it becomes dried out, it's still muksa. Because since when you put it on the roof, you were dachi biyadayim, and it was loy chazi, so then it's different. And as we had before, the chitim shazarim bekarka, and the beitzim shatachas tanagailis, but there was never loy chazi. Once it becomes loy chazi, right, then that's it. Then you're not going to eat it, you know, say, it doesn't become chazi again. But we're talking about it was not, it was still chazi, right? You planted wheat, and then you said, oh, I want to use that wheat for, for eating. So you go and you, you dig it out of the ground. Right? You weren't planning on doing that, and you were dachi biyadayim, but it doesn't matter. Right? You put an egg under the thing. Oh, I want a scrambled egg now. Let's go under the hen. Hopefully it didn't fertilize yet, so we'll be able to eat it, right? So uh, that's mutter. But Gregor said smukim. The pshat is that when you put it up, you're expecting it to become niskalkal. So you're not planning on getting to it until after it gets dried out. But the shaila is, I always had this problem. So what happened to Yeshiv Mitzapa though? Even if it's Eneroi. But... But what happened to Yeshiv Umitzapa? You know what I'm saying? If, if, if it became ready... Well, maybe it takes so, so then what happened? It, it still isn't ready? It still isn't ready? And it was the case. If it's still not ready, it's Masrich and you don't like it. So that's not a Dachibi Daim Dikadin Slam. If you can't eat it, so what do you have? Of course it's Muksi. You can't move something that you can't eat. It sounds like you're planning on eating it now. You just would Dachibi Daim, right? No, so that's like I said. Wednesday. Right. So, so, so then. So as soon as he puts it see, up, see, so why isn't he Yeshiv Mitzapa? What's between that and an air? 
So I think, it's really not Pashat, but I think according to some Rishayin and Malka upon him, I think the Pshat is like this. You only do Yeshiv Umetzapa when you really want it, you just have an Isser. Then you do Yeshiv Umetzapa, right? You light in there, you really would want to have the Shemen. It's just Asr. So then you say, okay, I'm waiting for it to become Mutter again. But here where it's Eina Roy, it's Masrichen, so then you really don't want it. Alamayim is going to think, when is it going to be ready? I'm not even thinking about it. The violets, it's garbage. Right? With the dachabi yadayim. Right? I'm not even going to think about it. That's the Yisrael of Greg's wings. He tells us a good kasha earlier. Rishlakish asked the kasha to Rabbi Echanan. What's the din of chidin shazarim b'karka and beitzim shetachos tarnagotlis? Right? So Rabbi Echanan told him, Ein muksalar b'shemen ela ne'er b'shashu da'ilak. Okay, that's not exactly min b'mina. I'm saying ne'er b'shashu da'ilak. It's a different thing. Muksalam is right? He should have said, Allegregus is smukim. I mean, he should have made the schilik. Right? They should have made the chilik that, that the chitim is still roi. So, Mel, you still think about it. This is not roi. So, even though it becomes, even though it becomes roi again, but you're not waiting for it. Right? But that's a shallow. If, if it's a natural process, some people, I, th- I think, I don't remember all this, but I think it could be, it's talking about it dried out earlier than it was supposed to. You weren't really expecting it to dry out, or it could be the pshalas, you want to eat it before it became totally dried out. That's absurd. The Rashi is mashman that way a little bit. That uh, that you want to get it, you want you want you want to get it uh, before it got totally dried out. You know what I'm saying? You're uh... anyway. Well, that's a gemara sex. So gemara sekasham umidi achrini loy. But that, no, anything else, you don't say muksa v'atanya ha'yichol b'tainim. Let's say you're eating figs v'hayser, and then you have some leftover figs. So you want to make Gregorus out of the figs, right? Dried figs. Right? You have a lot of fresh figs and you're eating them. And you don't finish. And you say, what can do with the rest, right? You, we put it in the refrigerator, but didn't have, right? So you put it in the roof. We'll, we'll make uh, dried figs. Right? Or, or man of them. Let's say he's eating grapes. It's leftover grapes. So you can't eat them on Shabbos unless you said clearly that I'm planning on eating it on Shabbos. The same thing is true with uh, peaches, right? You make dried peaches. And quinces, you make dried quinces. Any type of that, right? You make dried apples, you can make dried mangoes, any type of fruits. So all these fruits, you're not allowed to eat unless you're a masna. So you see clearly, right? So money. Who's this price to go like? If it goes like Rabbi Huda, so ma So what's the chiddush? What's the chiddush that these things are muksa? If you the muksa, if you those everything's muksa, even if you're not dachim yadayim. So why would it say this chiddush by dachim yadayim? Elamai, el lavrib shimin, elamai goes like shimin. So it says gregorus and smukim taka. It says you know teinim and anavim, but then it also says a fast and chavushim v'shaimin epeiros. So you see that any time you dachim be a daim, even if it's not gregus smukim. Now again, why the Gemara think that gregus smukim is different than other dried fruits? So Taisus tells you because gregus smukim the matzias is that it gets really, really rotten in the process. So you wouldn't want to eat it. Mashenkin, these fruits, the other dried fruits, you can eat a half dried apple or a half dried peach or a half dried quince. You can do it, right? So that's why the Gemara thought that wouldn't be muksa. But still, you dachim be a daim. So the Gemara says no. It goes to Rebbe Huda. Because according to Rebbe Shimon, it's only Gregor Sismukim. 
But here the Kiddush is like this. Here the person is eating it. And then he just brought it over for the leftovers. So So you would think, if a person goes, he has fresh fruit, and he decides what to do with the fresh fruit, he's going to process them. He's going to bring them up to dry. So of course that's muksa kontem yehuda, right? That's a, that's a classic muksa. Even without tachib daim is muksa. But here, that wasn't his plan. He was really planning on eating them. He couldn't eat anymore, right? So, uh, so what do you do with the rest? That he brought up to dry. But you would think, if that's so, he's in the middle of eating them, so they're really for eating. So if he comes on Shabbos to eat it, it's not that he wants a gregorous now. Or a gregorous, you say, anyway, I'm saying, but he wants like a dried fruit now. Nah, that's just his way of storing it. So you wouldn't eat as mana. Kamash mum, but came in the hell in the gag. Once you bring it up, asuche asuche daitimine, you completely masuch das, you masuch das, you don't want it anymore, it's already ice, and unless you masmin it, unless you need as mana, so we say that it's, um, that it's muksa. But that's only according to Rabbi Huda. But according to Rabbi Shimon, you need dachibi yadayim and leichazi. According to Rabbi Huda, you don't even need dachibi yadayim. The chiddush is ba'echel. But you don't need dachibi yadayim. Anytime something is meant for something else, it has to undergo a process or whatever it is, even if it's roy at this point, but you're planning on having the process, so therefore it's muksa even without dachibi yadayim. Masha'en Cain, right? Taisus wants to say that forget that you see from here, the marshal. Right? When you have things in a storage house, Rabbi Dolz is muksa. Right? So is muksa. That's not really dach can be daim. But you have things that are for storage, right? So you're not having it for now. You put it away for storage. That's muksa kundibida. But if it's eichel, and it wasn't dach can be daim, so that wouldn't be muksa kundibida. Okay.